You're listening to the Hustled Up Podcast, a lifestyle and business podcast jam-packed with tools and tips to help you navigate your business, career, and life as a goal-getter, big dreamer, and multi-passionate doer. Grab your coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready to hustle up. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of Hustled Up. I am Laura, and I will be your solo host for today. My girl, Holly, that we all know and love, is feeling slightly under the weather, so unfortunately, she will not be joining me for this week. But not to worry, she will be back next week brand new. (laughs) We've actually both been feeling a little bit under the weather this week, Uh, you know, just super congested, and honestly, we've just been working ourselves to the bone, so I think our immune systems are a bit run down at the moment. So I do apologize in advance if you hear me clearing my throat or coughing or if I just sound a little nasal. I apologize in advance for that. It has been a week. But before I even dive into any of that, I do want to remind you to please take a couple seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen, especially if you're loving what you're hearing every week. It helps so much. It means the world to us. So Thank you again to everybody who has done that for us already, and if you haven't, we would love you forever. Anyways, this week has been a freaking doozy. I won't go into it too much. We do have a couple exciting things happening. We've been redoing our office, which if you follow us on Instagram, you've already seen. We've been updating everyone like crazy. Holly's dad has been painting for us, and it looks amazing. We've ordered a ton of new furniture for the office, so we've been super excited about that, but it's also been a little bit of chaos in our office setting, which is where we do most of our work. And also, we had this little situation happen on Monday where essentially a lot of our bookkeeping data got overrided, and or overrid, however you say it, and essentially we lost a lot of data that now we have to manually input. So Holly and I have really been putting in the long hours in the office, which is also why I think we're feeling not that great today. But today was a better day. Holly and I both started the day with dance class. We at least felt well enough to go do that and also went to a sweat and swagger class, which was run by my girl, Danny, who you know, she's been on two episodes now. She's amazing. We love her so much and her classes are always just so freaking on point. The energy is incredible. So if you haven't checked one out, shameless plug, go do that. But anyways, for today's topic, I think it's pretty interesting. And it kind of piggybacks off of last week slightly because, you know, last week, which if you have not listened, go listen to it. Last week, we talked all about setting yourself up for success when it comes to a morning routine. So that got me kind of thinking, how else can you set yourself up for success in your life? Kind of like, how can you, how can I prepare future Laura in the best way possible and set her up for success in her life and each day? right? Because I love future Laura, right? I want her to succeed. I want her to have an easy, good time. So how can I set her up for success? Yes, I'm being like a little like douchey, right? Talking about myself in the third person. I'm going to, I'm going to stop that. (laughs) How can you set yourself up for success in the best possible way? So I have some tips for you when it comes to how to do that in business and in life. So if that's something that piques your interest, stay tuned. Are you a fellow owner of a cleaning business? Because if so, you need to listen to me when I tell you. 
cleaning business fundamentals has literally changed mine and Laura's life and business since we joined it last May. We are under the education of a amazing, amazing, amazing coach named Debbie Sardone. And Debbie Sardone owns a $3.6 million residential cleaning company in Texas. That's right. I'm not lying. $3.6 million, which means that any cleaning business has that potential. And to make things even more exciting, we have the best announcement. CBF is hosting their annual event, CBF Live, in Fort Worth, Texas from April 13th through the 15th. We're going, we're going to learn all about branding, marketing, sales, and overall just growing and scaling our businesses. And we want you to join us. Yes, we are so extremely excited for this event, not only to meet our idol in person, but also because this year's theme is cracking the seven figure marketing code. Debbie's going to teach us all about her nine-step dirt code marketing formula. If you come to this event, you're going to get your next breakthrough with access, collaboration, and industry networking. So if you are a cleaning business owner, do not sleep on this chance. And if you're wondering, do I have to be a CBF member to come to this event? Nope. Anybody can come. And that's not the best part. Holly, why don't you tell them about the amazing offer that we have? Yes. I am so excited to share with you guys that we have a discount code (laughs) who doesn't love a good discount code if you use our ambassador link you will get no lie a hundred dollars off your tickets and they're already affordable as it is so what are you waiting for head over to the link in the description box below or you can find it at hustle.podcast.com in our show notes for today click that link get your tickets and we will see you at cbf live in april Hello friend, it is your girl Holly and I wanted to tell you that I created my very first freebie. I am so excited about this one. If you are a fellow cleaning company owner and you feel like your Instagram is blending in with the pool of cleaning Instagrams out there, I am here to help you. Did you know that your Instagram and social media presence in general can be the deciding factor on whether or not potential client books your service over that of your competitor. I know it's crazy, but trust me, I know this firsthand. The amount of clients we have had say, I am choosing you because I love your social media. I love your TikToks. I love your Instagram. I just love your personality. It is insane. So I want to pass that information and that knowledge along to you with my freebie, Four tips for getting your cleaning business to stand out on Instagram. This is a comprehensive, thoroughly detailed PDF on how to get your cleaning business to stand out on Instagram. And it is seriously going to immediately help you start kicking butt in the world of social media. So if you want this freebie, go to hustleduppodcast.com. And at the top, you'll see a little link that says get your freebie. Click that. You can also find the link in the show notes description box below and on our Instagram at hustleduppodcast. Enjoy. All right, friends, we are back. So as I said, this episode is all about setting yourself up for success and helping out your future self. 
So I'm going to start with just lifestyle advice, right? Which we touched on a little bit of this last week, right? Like your morning routine, like making your bed, doing that little small increments of micro cleaning, like scooping the cat litter daily, fluffing the pillows, folding the blankets on your sofa. This sells yourself for success. Bleh, I can't talk. This <laughs> set yourself up for success in such a good way. Uh, but we covered all that last week, so I'm not going to touch on that too much. But here's your little reminder to make your bed each day and to straighten up for at least five minutes. That's what I say. Just give yourself five minutes in the morning to do some quick little micro cleaning, even if it's just loading the dishwasher. Whatever you have time for is better than nothing. All right. The next thing that I'm going to touch on in more detail is meal prepping and how to set yourself up for success when it comes to food in particular. Now, this is tricky for literally anybody who's busy. Am I right? Like, if you're a busy working gal, you know that this is a tough one. It is so much easier to run through a Taco Bell drive-thru than to prep yourself some homemade food that's going to be tastier. Well, I don't know if anything's tastier than Taco Bell. But <laughs> in some people's opinions, tastier and more healthier, and that'll fuel your body better. But we know we're all busy. We work a lot. That's not always super easy. A great way to do this is meal prepping, which yes, we had an entire episode on meal prepping. That was like one of the first ones we did, I believe. So definitely go check that out as well. But I'm going to run through some really quick tips to get even more specific with how you meal prep. So the first thing is to meal plan, which this sounds simple and obvious, right? Yeah, of course I'm going to meal plan. But get super specific and super intentional with this, guys. Make a list. If you have a planner, put it in the planner. If you're somebody who really likes to plan everything, pick out exactly what day you're going to have what meals. Now, what I like to do <laughs> is <clears throat> if I'm going to be cooking something like uh, chicken and potatoes, say, for dinner, because that's all my boyfriend freaking ever wants to eat is chicken and sweet potatoes. So <laughs> I cook that a lot. If I'm cooking chicken and sweet potatoes for us on Monday night, I'm going to make extra so that I can bring that meal with me to work Tuesday morning. So that like when I you know wake up in the morning, all I have to do is put it in a Tupperware, bring it to work, and I'm set. And you get to do this with anything you do. Pretty much every single time I cook chicken, even if I'm not planning on meal prepping, because like I've just never been that person that sits there and is like, I'm going to spend my whole Sunday meal prepping and put, you know, five different containers out. No, that's not for me. If that's for you, more power to you. Teach me your ways. <laughs> but that's not for me. I'm not somebody that can eat the same thing every single day. I don't know how people do it. But so what I always do is I just cook a little bit extra. If I'm making chicken and potatoes, maybe I'll make a couple extra chicken breasts so that tomorrow and the next day I can have a salad with chicken to bring to work. So just always make yourself a little bit extra. I'll even do this without chicken. Like if I'm making turkey burgers, for example, the other night I was making turkey burgers and so I cooked almost the entire package of turkey meat for the turkey burgers and then I saved a little tiny bit and I made it into taco, you know, a little taco seasoning, made it into taco turkey meat so that I could throw it in a taco salad the next day for lunch. So I'm always just kind of thinking ahead and setting up my myself up for success when it comes to tomorrow's lunch, right? So this is just, and you don't have to take these tips wholeheartedly. This is more just showing you how simple it can be. 
Another tip for you guys when it comes to food and meal prepping. So something I like to do when I come home from grocery shopping is to chop veggies right away. So I get home from the grocery store and obviously it is so much easier to just buy pre-chopped veggies, which your girl will do if she's feeling heckin' lazy and she made good money that week. (laughs) But most of the time I do not do this because let's face it, you know, Stop and Shop and all those places charges you so much more for pre-chopped veggies. They're charging you more. They're giving you less. It's just not, you know, economically feasible to do that every week. So for example, I always like to buy peppers and onions so that I can use them A, in salads, B, for eggs in the morning, various different things, stir fry veggies. So, you know, this way that I don't, I don't just cut the amount that I need at the time. If I have them pre-cut as soon as I got home from the grocery store, do you know how much time this saves me when I'm actually getting ready to cook something? Or if I didn't wake up with enough time in the morning to, you know, make a full lunch, oh my gosh, all my veggies are chopped. I could just throw them in a salad, one, two, three. It seems like such common sense things, but I swear this will really help you in the long run. And I feel like I'm talking a lot about lunches, Because specifically, I don't know, I could be talking, you know, from my own experience, but also talking with other busy women and busy people in general, I feel like this is where a lot of people struggle. Like a lot of people struggle with lunch because dinner, you know, we plan ahead of time. You're home, so you'll probably cook or you can throw something in a crock pot that sits there all day so that this way when you come home from work, you're set. Lunch is a little trickier because lunches, if you didn't wake up early enough to make yourself lunch or if you don't make something ahead of time the night before and you're running out the door, chances are you're not going to bring anything. Then you're either A, starving yourself, B, spending money on fast food, and C, eating something unhealthy that you did not want that's going to make you feel like shit. (laughs) So this is my downfall. Like, you know, when I don't plan this stuff out, I end up like trashing my whole week. And this has been me a lot lately, just to get real transparent. I've been like, you know, real good with the meal prepping and real good with the eating healthy to achieve my weight loss goals. And recently I've been so busy and stressed that I don't plan a damn thing. And then I'm at work and I'm starving. So I spend money on unhealthy food that I didn't even want. So, you know, again, setting future Laura up for success, so important. Another thing that I do, which this is very specific to my areas, but I'm sure there's plenty of places that you could order from. There's plenty of meal service, you know, kits and things out there like this. But another thing that I do all the time, we have a place local to us in Lindenhurst called Hummus Fit. Hummus Fit is geared toward specifically people who work out, I would say, or people who are eating a more healthy, you know, protein-enriched diet. They have prepackaged meals. So oftentimes, it's my boyfriend, not me, will go in the beginning of the week, get us a couple of hummus fit meals. They're like nine or 10 bucks, I think, and they're a pretty decent size. It definitely fills you because, again, they're mostly protein packed. We get a couple meals. Now, we don't say, okay, on Tuesday, we're going to have a hummus meal. Or on Wednesday, which you could, if you know Tuesday's going to be a busy day, that's completely fine to plan it out in advance. However, we use them as backup. So, you know, we plan for the week. What are we going to cook? What, you know, we don't really plan what days we're going to cook. We just plan what are we going to cook. So this way, if I get stuck at the office real late or he gets stuck at work or we're just frankly too darn tired to cook, 
hey, we have hummus meals in the fridge. Let's eat that tonight. Or, hey, I didn't have time to make myself, you know, lunch this morning. Let me grab a hummus meal. This has come in clutch so, so much for me and for Holly. We've been eating them a lot. So, you know, it doesn't have to be hummus fit. There's so many, you know, food delivery services out there and so many you know, places that you can basically essentially do this type of thing with, but apply it to what's local to you. Okay, we're going to get off of the food for a little while, but we're going to kind of go in the same direction. We're going to talk about working out. If working out is something that is not your jam, something you're not into, feel free to skip this one, (laughs) skip this tip. But I personally do love to work out. But the hardest thing for me is to get into a routine. Like, I don't know about you guys, but man, when I'm in a workout routine and I skip a day that I planned on going, I feel like literal butthole. So like I I like to have a routine, go a certain amount of days. I've been really bad with this and it really does affect my mental health. Like going to that sweat and swagger class today was amazing. I left and I was like, I'm on top of the world. I could do anything. <laughs> like I just felt so good. So <clears throat> again, if working out's not your jam, totally cool. But if it's something you're interested in, makes you feel good, definitely listen up. Something I like to do, and this is me playing a trick on myself, is I like to reserve classes in advance because then I can't cancel it. (laughs) Especially if it's something that you had to pay for that you need to pay a cancellation fee for if you cancel. So I'll plan out in the beginning of the week, okay, I'm going to go to uh, sweat and swagger on Wednesday. I'm going to like, you know, sign up for it online. I'm going to go to that go bungee fitness place on Thursday, sign up for it now. All right. I'm going to go to Zumba on Saturday. Let me sign up for it now, which you know, for me, I don't pay per Zumba class cause that's at my gym, which I pay a membership fee for. There really isn't a cancellation fee, but I don't know why the act of actually signing up online makes me commit to these plans more. You're kind of committing to yourself. This way, if you back out, you know, nobody's really going to hold you accountable if it's not something that, you know, yields a cancellation fee, but you're going to know. So I like to play that trick with myself. And really, the ones that make you pay a cancellation fee, you're much more likely to stick with it. And then once you get into the routine, for me, this is not as important because once I get into routine, like I said, I want to go. I feel a little depressed if I do miss a lot of workouts, but this is something that really helps me get into that workout motivation and routine. Another thing you could do is if you planned on going to the gym in the morning before work, nice and early, and that alarm clock goes off and you're like, oh shit, my bed feels real comfy right now. Another thing you can do, well, two things, you could sleep in your workout clothes. Now, obviously, this is only going to be applicable if you have comfy workout clothes. So you can either sleep in them. Definitely, if you don't want to sleep in them, which I totally get, put them out. Plan exactly what you're going to wear the night before down to the freaking sports bra. Put it on a chair next to your bed. Put it on your nightstand if you have to and have them picked out. It's one less hurdle you have to get through in the morning. The more hurdles you have in the morning, you're not going to want to work out. If the thought of driving to the gym is too much of a hurdle for you, work out at home. Again, work out in your pajamas. That eliminates the hurdle of having to get ready, brush your teeth, put on workout clothes. Just eliminate as many hurdles as you can and you're much more likely to stick with it. Another small tip for getting up in the morning to go to the gym, put a mint on your nightstand. (laughs) 
<laughs> this sounds weird, but it works. I heard this one a while back and I will do it if I'm doing like a real early gym day, which like I have not done. I need to, I need to get my shit together with this. Uh, I feel like a bit of an imposter because I've been really bad with sticking to a gym routine, but this is something I used to do. Put a really like spicy mint or a really like minty piece of gum right on your nightstand. Put it on top of your phone if you have to. This way when that first alarm goes off, pop it in your mouth right away. Don't snooze. Don't do anything. Just pop that mint in. It automatically will wake you up and feel make you feel more awake. This sounds nuts. It sounds loco poco, but just try it. I promise you it works. That sudden jolt of mintiness will make you feel immediately awake. All right, now I'm going to move on to more of the business or work side of things with helping your future self out. All right, when it comes to the first task is just to plan each day. And I know we've talked about planning a lot. Holly has a couple of really great planning episodes, but just plan out your each day. This doesn't mean you have to get a fancy planner unless that's your jam, go for it. But just plan out what tasks get done each day. Holly and I did this recently for our business, which we kind of already knew like what tasks get done on what day, like payroll has to get done by Tuesday the latest, Monday, you know, we have to get back to everybody by that reached out over the weekend, Friday, obviously all the bookkeeping has to get done, all the credit cards have to get charged, things of that nature. But, you know, we had a general idea, but it was never on paper. And that kind of left us feeling a little chaotic and okay, did you do this? Did I do this? When should I do this? So we took the time to really sit down, write down what are Monday's tasks, Tuesday, Wednesday, et cetera, et cetera, down to even this podcast. Like, you know, this podcast technically, while it doesn't bring us income and at this time it is work. So, you know, we often let this podcast go to the back burner and then we're recording and editing and it really does take time on the weekends. Uh, you know, things of that nature. So we're like, you know what? We really need to plan out our schedule better. Certain things like we've been dying to do a chore chat again, which if you don't know what chore chat is, it's something we used to do where we go, we do a live video on our chores and more page and just talk about cleaning, which you may be like, what is there to talk about with cleaning? There's a lot to talk about. (laughs) I could talk about it for days. But, you know, things like that that were getting completely left out because it wasn't written down. So the more time-consuming tasks get done first. So whether or not you own a business, you work for somebody, chances are if you work for somebody, you're getting told what to do on what days, but still write it down for yourself so that you never miss a beat and you don't get in trouble. This has helped us exponentially. And then give yourself a break. So for example, just to talk about our schedule a little bit, Monday and Friday definitely have the most tasks on them, right? Like a Monday is probably the most. We have a million things we want to get done on Monday because we're catching up from the weekend. And Friday, we have a lot of things to get done because we're closing out the week. You know, bookkeeping's due. There's a ton of things that have to get done before the weekend starts. You know, the middle of the week, we have a couple things, not super time sensitive things like. I believe we made Wednesday or Tuesday when we would do some restocking of some stuff. So obviously something that doesn't have to get done every single week, but things that are not as time sensitive and that's not going to happen every single week. So we made this calendar and then this week, not everything got done on Monday. 
we tried to get everything done on Monday, but not everything got done on Monday. So then when the end of Monday came, we said, okay, I'm going to do this and this tomorrow. I got this, 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 and this done. We're going to do this and this tomorrow. Then same thing with Tuesday. Obviously, I'm going to start with the most time-sensitive things. Okay, payroll has to get done. That is the number one thing, so that's how I'm going to start my day. And then I do the rest of my tasks. If something doesn't get done, the beauty of it is, is I can move it to Wednesday. So, you know, obviously no day is going to be perfect, but to be super intentional with what you're doing on what day is going to help you out and set yourself up for such success in your week. Another thing when it comes to weekly tasks is to make a content calendar, which we, again, I keep referencing old episodes. I feel like this is just like, (laughs) I'm like the directory for (laughs) all episodes past, but we had excuse me, we had a whole episode about content calendars. So go check out that. And if you are somebody that is trying to grow in social media, making a content calendar so you know what to post on what day, so helpful. All right. Another thing is to time block. I really haven't done this a ton, but I have heard that it's worked wonders for people. A lot of people have told me they literally time block down to showering. They'll be like, okay, in my phone at 8.30 to 9, I have to shower in there. (laughs) I have not really time blocked. I did put it on the list today because I would like to start doing this. I'm not going to put it when I shower. I think that's a little much for me. That's going to drive me cuckoo bananas. But time block as, you know, loose or as specific as you need to get your time management under control because that is something I have a huge problem with. My time management skills are pretty awful. They always have been. So then I'm stuck working later than I planned and it all comes back to being intentional. Just be super intentional with your time and this is something that Holly and I are working on a lot right now because you can always find things to do, right? You can always find busy work. You can find things to do. But what can you do that's going to really make you money? What can you do that's going to make your future self have an easier time tomorrow? So just be super intentional. And if you are going to time block, be super intentional with how long you're going to do each task and when you're going to do them. And then if you do it, let me know how it goes since I have not tried this yet. Another thing that I super need to work on for myself, because I am the queen. I am the queen of doing this. Be realistic with your to-do list. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) It's good. Don't get me wrong, guys. It's good to shoot for the stars. It's good to, you know, want to be as productive as possible. But there's a difference between being optimistic and being realistic. Am I right? Like I am the queen of like, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And then like, I'm literally doing the opposite of what this episode is about. I am setting myself up for failure and I'm setting myself up to feel like a complete failure. And the worst part is I know I'm doing this. I know when I look at my never ending to do list, I'm not going to get all this done. Like, there's no freaking way, right? Um, You could also make a weekly to-do list. Sometimes I will do this. Well, this is what I was doing before we started uh, picking each day and what tasks are going to get each day. Sometimes I'll make a weekly to-do list on Monday. This way, it does seem long and daunting, and it doesn't upset me that much if I don't get everything done in one day. But you definitely want to be realistic. 
definitely push yourself, challenge yourself. And if you are being super intentional with your time and what tasks are on your to-do list and what tasks maybe can be outsourced, maybe don't need to be done at all. Maybe it could be done by somebody else. Could be done better by somebody else, maybe. I know, especially I'm talking to the business owners out there, we have this burning desire to do everything ourselves. We think that we can do it better, do it faster, do it quicker, and do it cheaper because you have to pay somebody to do tasks for you. But I tell you, once you give up that control, you will free up your time in ways that are unimaginable, unimaginable that will allow you to be more intentional with your time. So definitely be realistic. Don't beat yourself up if you don't get everything done in one day, especially if you're jamming like 20 things on your to-do list. There are 24 hours in a day, and realistically, you should only be working eight hours a day. You should not be working through lunch breaks. Yes, I am talking to myself and talking to Holly. (laughs) As I say all this, we are currently in a season of figuring all this out, and I always like to be transparent about all of that. Okay, and my last tip This one is really neither business or life, or maybe it's both. Uh, Maybe it's more life. I don't know. I'm saving it for last because I think it's important. Make sure you schedule time on your schedule to do nothing. And when I say nothing, I want you to write, do nothing in your calendar. (laughs) And again, we've talked about this, but it is so important to have time. Are you going to be able to have time to do nothing every week? Nope. Especially if you guys are moms. Like, I don't know. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't know how moms do it because I feel like you literally can't schedule nothing because you never know when your kids are going to need you. So like, I do the best you can with this moms. I don't know what it's like. So, you know, obviously a little trickier for you, but it's even more important for you to have time to do nothing because you're always, people are always relying on you if you are a mother or a parent. So definitely I'm speaking to everybody. Schedule that time to do nothing. And if your nothingness gets interrupted, guess what? Reschedule it for a later time or another day. And it's okay to do nothing. And if somebody asks you, hey, are you free tomorrow at five o'clock and that was your nothing time? Hey, no, I'm not free actually. I can hang out tomorrow. Or maybe you can't. I don't know. (laughs) But don't feel bad that, you know, you scheduled time for yourself. And when I say do nothing, it could be whatever whatever you want. For me, my do nothing time often is me doing crafts. For Holly, her do nothing time is often her playing Animal Crossing. I'm not saying you have to sit there and stare at a blank wall. I'm just saying do something that's going to be self-care for you, fill you back up, whether it's with somebody or by yourself. But I do suggest taking time by yourself, at least for a little bit each week, because you deserve it. And it's time you can spend reflecting and just decompressing. That decompression time is so important. And the reason that this is on the set yourself up for success list is because if you don't schedule that time in, you're gonna burn out. If you pack out every single weekend of every single month, your future self is gonna burn out. And you're gonna be like, oh my God, I just need a freaking break. So you're gonna do yourself a favor if you schedule right now a little you time then, you know, the next three weekends when you have that birthday party and that bar mitzvah and the, you know, your turtles christening, I don't know, (laughs) all the life events we have to go to, you're going to feel okay to do them because you took that time for yourself. So that is why it is on the list of helping your future self out. 
All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm going to quickly, quickly recap. So for life, a great way is to meal prep, chop vegetables ahead of time, cook a little extra for dinner so you can take it for lunch the next day. As we said last episode, make your bed, straighten up for five minutes, do some micro cleaning. When it comes to working out, reserve those classes or just schedule that in advance. Make a promise with yourself that you will go. Pay for those classes ahead of time because you will have to go or you'll pay a cancellation fee and nobody wants that. When it comes to your business, plan out each day. What tasks are you doing on each day? Be super intentional with your time. Make a calendar for yourself as well as a content calendar. If you are a social media queen like us, time block for better time management skills. You can even do this down to the hour. Don't be unrealistic with those to-do lists. Me. Do not do it. (laughs) Be realistic. Do not set yourself up for failure. Set yourself up for success. Make sure you use time to do nothing in your day and do not feel one bit of guilt about it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Time for the Monday morning motivation. And I actually got this off of a list of funny motivational tips. So I I don't know if it's funny. They thought it was funny. It's kind of funny. Okay. (laughs) The elevator to success is out of order, so you'll have to use the stairs one step at a time. The elevator to success is out of order. You'll have to use the stairs one step at a time. And this is kind of funny, I guess. It's like a ha-ha, cheeky, like, elevator's out of order. But if you really listen to it, it's so true. Because I feel like... (sighs) especially with, and we, we talked about this a little bit with Danielle, you know, on social media in particular, it's really easy to look at people that you find more successful than you and think, oh, they're so lucky. How'd they get there? Oh, it just fell in their lap. I'm sure it didn't. Some people, sure, that's probably how it went. But for most people, they probably had to climb flights and flights and flights of stairs to get to that success. And let's be real, if success was that great as it is, would it be easy to get? (laughs) Like, is anything in this life that's wonderful and amazing and worth waiting for easy to get? No, it's not. So you have to remember, it's so easy to get impatient and, you know, I want this and I want that for my life and I want this for myself and I want this for my family. And it's so easy to get impatient with yourself and to feel like you're not doing enough, to feel like, why am I not where I want to be success-wise? And this could be success within a career, financial success, freedom success. This can look like so many different things to what, you know, to different people. Everybody has a different definition of what success is, but whatever success is to you, take it one stare at a time because that damn elevator is out of order again. Somebody get the landlord to fix that darn elevator. Actually, don't, because you need to walk the journey, okay? <laughs> I hope that this uh, analogy is resonating with some of you, because I thought it was funny. I thought it was cute. I didn't make it up. Somebody else made it up. It wasn't me. All right, guys. Well, I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, please let me know. You know, you can slide into our DMs and follow us at Podcast on Instagram. If you're interested in following our business page, you can follow us at Chores and More on Instagram and TikTok. Be sure to follow Holly on Instagram and TikTok at Planning and Polish. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Laura Anatoly. 
And also, you can send us an email at hustle.podcast at gmail.com if you want to be a guest. We have a wonderful forum that Holly made on our website, so definitely fill that out. We love having guests and chatting with everybody. But anyways, go kick some ass this week and set your future self up for the best freaking week of your life. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.